0: Welcome to the Lockdown Yankees Podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and I'm the host of the Lockdown Yankees Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Gots or at the Lockdown Yankees handle. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you all enjoy today's episode. The Yankees have won two out of three so far in their series with the Red Sox up in Fenway. Post- It's one of those four-game series that's a Friday through Monday. So they have one more game tonight. We'll recap the game so far. We'll shine a spotlight on J-Hap's performance on Saturday and much more. But first, you can get Locked On Yankees and all other Locked On podcasts straight to your phone in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. Since their sweep in Seattle from August 26th to August 28th, the Yankees have played the Athletics, the Rangers, and the Red Sox. In the Athletics and Rangers series, the Yankees dropped the first game of the series and then won the series by winning the last two. Now, so far, this series against the Red Sox is following that pattern as long as they win tonight. They dropped the first game of the series on Friday with their ace on the mound – I mean, I guess you would consider Domingo Herman their ace. He's won 17 games. He came into Friday's game only having lost three. But then he ran into a bit of trouble. He started off well. He actually started off striking out the side in the bottom of the first. The bottom of the second, he worked around a J.D. Martinez walk by getting Ben Benintendi to fly out, Brock Holt to line out, Mitch Moreland to ground out. In the bottom of the third, Jackie Bradley Jr. walked. Then he was caught stealing at second base, and then Mookie Betts grounded out. Oh, and Christian Vasquez started that inning by flying out to Mike Tauchman. So it was the bottom of the fourth when Herman lost it. He gave up a double to Rafael Devers, and that was a particularly long at bat. He fouled off four balls. He worked the count to 3-2, and then he hit a double to center field. Then Herman got Bogart's swinging. Then J.D. Martinez grounded out and Devers moved to third. Then he walked Ben Benintendi. He gave up a single to Brock Holt that scored Devers. And then he gave up a home run to Mitch Moreland, a three-run home run to Mitch Moreland. And Christian Vasquez grounded out to end the inning. In the bottom of the fifth, he got Jackie Bradley Jr. on strikes. Then he walked Mookie Betts, and that was all the Yankees needed to see from Herman. So Nestor Cortez Jr. replaced him. He walked Devers, and Mookie Betts moved to second. Then Bogarts hit a double. That scored Mookie Betts and Rafael Devers. So one run was charged to Herman, The other was charged to Cortez Jr. After that, he intentionally walked J.D. Martinez. Benintendi grounded into a force out. Bogarts moved to third, Martinez was out at second, Ben Benintendi was safe at first, and then Brock Holt struck out to end the inning. The Yankees' only run on Friday night came in the form of a home run off the bat of Brett Gardner, which gave him 21 on the season and pulled him ahead of Aaron Judge for the time being. So Friday night was not a good night for the Yankees. They were held to one run on three hits by seven different Red Sox pitchers. Saturday's game was much better. It was almost the reverse of Friday night's game. Jay Happ pitched well. I will go more into his performance in segment two. But he gave the Yankees length. He didn't allow a run. He only walked one. He struck out seven. So he did really well. That's two good starts in a row in which he shut down two pretty potent offenses. So good for him. On the offensive side, the Yankees did most of their damage in the top of the fourth inning. DJ LeMahieu hit a single. Aaron Judge struck out. Didi Gregorius hit a double that advanced LeMahieu to third. Gary Sanchez hit a ground rule double that scored both LeMahieu and Didi Gregorius. Gary! Edwin Encarnacion hit his 32nd home run of the season and put the Yankees up 4-0. Encarnacion! Encarnacion. 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 Encarnacion also hit an RBI double in the top of the ninth that put the Yankees up 5 nothing at that point. In the bottom of the ninth, Aroldis Chapman came in. He got Bogarts to fly out, Devers to ground out. Then he gave up a home run to J.D. Martinez to ruin the shutout. And then Andrew Benintendi popped out to Luke Voigt to end the game. So the Yankees won 5-1. Remember, to get this show every day, subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code LOCKEDON. Guys, let's talk about sex. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? You would stride to the plate and hit a first pitch home run every time? Well, now you can return to your glory days, increase your performance, and get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Just think of it as a PED that won't get you suspended. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. I wouldn't take them on the subway because they're chewable and they work up to twice as fast as a pill. But if you want your lady to take a long ride on your D-Train, Blue Chew is for you. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit. No waiting in the pharmacy. And best of all, no more awkwardness. And what's more, Blue Chew is cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. So last night's matchup was Masahiro Tanaka against Rick Porcello, two pitchers who were struggling this season, and both of them continued to struggle last night, though Porcello struggled more than Tanaka. Porcello started off okay. He got LeMayhew to ground out, Judge to ground out, and Didi Gregorius to ground out in the top of the first. Tanaka gave up a single to Mookie Betts, then got Rafael Devers to strike out on a foul tip. Then he got Xander Bogart to ground into a double play to end the inning. In the top of the second, the Yankees got the scoring started. Gary Sanchez lined out. Edwin Encarnacion hit a single. And then Glaber Torres hit his 35th home run of the season. It's Glaber Day. Think about that. He's 22 years old and he has 35 home runs on September 9th. So he has a really good chance of hitting 40 home runs this season. If you were to ask me... At the beginning of the season, which Yankee would hit 40 home runs this season? I would assume Aaron Judge, maybe Gary Sanchez. He also has a chance to hit 40 home runs. But Glaber Torres? No, not yet. Not in his age 22 season. What he's doing this year is remarkable and a lot of fun to watch. The Yankees scored again in the top of the third. Mike Tokman hit a ground rule double. DJ LeMay, who singled. Aaron Judge singled, which scored Tauchman. Didi Gregorius popped out to second base. Gary Sanchez grounded out softly to third, which allowed Lemayhu to score. And then Incarnacion hit a ground out to end the inning. So they scored two more runs there. In the bottom of the third, Sandy Leone hit a single. Then Jackie Bradley Jr. brought him home on a home run. Then Tanaka got Betts to fly out. Devers hit a single and then got Xander Bogarts to hit into another double play to end the inning. In the top of the fourth, Glaber Torres hit a single. Brett Gardner flied out to Mookie Betts. Luke Voigt struck out swinging. So Porcello probably thought that he could possibly get out of the inning. And while Voigt struck out swinging, Glaber Torres stole second base. And then Mike Tachman hit a home run just past the pesky pole, which gave the Yankees another two runs, and they were up 6-2. Tanaka ran into some trouble in the bottom of the fourth, and what made it frustrating to watch was that it all happened with two outs. He got Martinez to line out and Ben Benintendi to ground out. Then he gave up a single to Brock Holt, and there was an injury to Mike Tockman because as he was fielding the ball that Holt hit, he pulled up lame, apparently his left calf. He says it felt like he was kicked in it. So that's not a good sign, and he was headed to the MRI machine. So Cameron Maben had to come in to replace Tockman and play left field. Then Mitch Moreland hit a double that scored Holt. Sandy Leone hit a double that scored Moreland. And after a mound visit, Tanaka got Jackie Bradley Jr. to ground out. In the top of the fifth, Ryan Brazier came in to replace Rick Porcello. Porcello's final line was four innings pitched, six runs on seven hits with a strikeout and two home runs. He didn't walk anyone. So Brazier's in, and he gives up a home run to Aaron Judge. Here comes the judge! Didi Gregorius reached on an error by Devers. Gary Sanchez struck out swinging. Edwin Encarnacion hit a single that advanced Didi Gregorius to third. Then Trevor Kelly came in to replace Ryan Brazier. Gleyber Torres grounded into a force out, which allowed Gregorius to score. Incarnacion was out at second. Gleber Torres made it to first. Then there was another pitching change. Josh Taylor came in to replace Trevor Kelly, and Brett Gardner struck out on a foul tip. So the Yankees were up 8-4. After that, the scoring stopped for both teams for a while. Chad Green came in to replace Tanaka. Tanaka's final line, four innings pitched, four runs on eight hits, two strikeouts, and gave up a home run. He also didn't walk anyone. Then Chad Green came in and pitched three innings. He struck out five in those three innings. Adam Ottavino came in to pitch the bottom of the eighth. He gave up a home run to Mookie Betts. And then Jonathan Loizaga came in to pitch the bottom of the ninth. And he got two strikeouts and held the Red Sox scoreless. And the final score of last night's game was 10-5. Chad Green actually picked up the win in this one. Porcello picked up the loss. Porcello is now 12-12 and on the year. I believe if the Yankees win tonight's game, they will eliminate Boston from the AL East race. So fingers crossed on that one. It won't be easy. The Yankees will have James Paxton on the mound, and the Red Sox will have Eduardo Rodriguez on the mound. Rodriguez has become the Red Sox ace. He's won 17 games this season. He's pitched to a 3.81 ERA. He has 168 strikeouts on the season. And the lefty, in his last timeout, held the Twins scoreless over seven innings, which is not easy to do. In 14 starts at Fenway this season, Rodriguez is 8-1 with a 3.24 ERA. James Paxton had one of his best outings of the season his last timeout. He held the Rangers to one hit over seven scoreless innings. And he tied his season high with 12 strikeouts. His curveball has been working brilliantly lately. And he's 7-0 and with a 2.98 ERA in his last seven starts. So something's got to give between these two guys. Obviously, Yankee fans would like for it to be the Yankees breaking through against Rodriguez, but we'll find out tonight. As promised, I wanted to quickly go through how J-Hap performed on Saturday. He threw 92 pitches overall. He threw his four-seam fastball the most, which is not unusual because that's his bread-and-butter pitch. And it was working well on Saturday. He got 12 swinging strikes, 8 called strikes, 8 foul balls, 5 balls in play. He threw his two-seamer 14 times. He threw his slider 25 times, and he threw 9 changeups. ups only gave up 2 hits on Saturday. He gave up a single to Mookie Betts in the first inning on a two-seam fastball. And he gave up a single to Xander Bogarts in the fourth inning on a four-seam fastball. Like I said earlier in the podcast, he has looked really good his past two starts and against two potent offenses. So if Hap is getting his stuff together in time for the playoffs, this is a big boost for the Yankees. Hap had seven strikeouts on Saturday. Six of them were swinging. One was called. Pretty good. It's pretty, 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 pretty good. Two more things before I leave you. The Yankees set a new franchise record in home runs last night, thanks to Judge's fifth inning shot. It was the Yankees' 268th home run of the 2019 season, and it's only September 9th. Now, the Twins are leading the major leagues, with 276 home runs through Sunday, but the Yankees actually have a chance to uh, maybe catch up to them at some point. That'll be a fun race to watch. And finally, Luis Severino will have one more rehab start with Double A Trenton. He's scheduled to pitch on Wednesday for the Thunder, who will be playing in the Eastern League Championship Series against the Bowie Bay Sox. So let's go Thunder and let's hope that everything goes well for Severino. He threw a 33 pitch inning on September 1st for Scranton. Then he threw 50 pitches over three plus innings for Trenton against Reading this past Friday, only allowing a run on five hits. And he didn't walk a batter and he struck out five. <laughs> So with Hap turning things around, Paxton turning things around, and Severino's return, the Yankees look okay down the stretch. So fingers crossed. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalayas, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate this podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your Monday. Enjoy tonight's game. Hopefully it'll be a good one. And I will talk to you all tomorrow.